everyone. Hey, Scott. Hey, Jennifer. How are you? I am great. It's a productive day, and now we get to do our podcast. And what are we going to be talking about today? Today is about slide design. So our last workshop with our series, we talked about organizing our thoughts. So now that we have organized thoughts, we get to create our slides. That's right. That's right. What's your, how do you transition from that step of having the stuff you're going to say to designing stuff you might show? I would say the biggest takeaway around that piece is to think of your slides, if you're going to use slides, to use them to support your message yeah. and not think of it as the presentation. Because what I notice with a lot of slides is that they become very heavy with content. They are, they look more like a document. They would be more fitting to be put in the appendix than to actually present and use during a presentation. Yeah, it's people are so confused and a lot of it has to do with the language we use. You know, we call our slides, I'm, I'm building my presentation or this file of slides is a presentation. And like you said, it's not. A presentation yeah. is an event in time and experience between people. Yeah. So we need to talk about how to design. Yes, we do. We do. Our slides. I, yes. I have an idea that I want to share. What's that? What ideas do you have? Well, the first step I would say that that's something I learned when I worked at Duarte for many years and watched these world-class designers go through their process is they would create something they would call either a blocking deck or a shell file. And so after they've got their content, again, after they have the idea of what presenters are going to say, right? Yep. Then they go in and they start creating blank slides and just put placeholder text on the slides, indicating what they think they're going to design on that particular slide. So think of it almost like a, each slide is like an empty shell from the beach and you lay them all out. And then in each <laughs> shell, you put a tiny little note that says, well, later, I think what I intend to put in this shell is yes, this, this data display or, I, yeah, but you know what I mean? I do. And I, I love this visual that you're creating. Perhaps it's seven slides yeah. with just a tiny bit of text in each. So you're, you're placing where you want your most important information to go because I, I, what I see presenters do and it can end up being a waste of their time is they, they open up that first slide and they just start typing away and putting in graphics and they spend so much time on one slide and now it's overcrowded. It has too much information in yeah. it and it's, it's as if they forget, wait a minute, I have all these other slides that I can create as well. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they're in the situation where they're making a document, let's face it. Oh, yes. They're thinking yeah. of the slide as the slide progression as the presentation, and they're in a writing mode. Well, this is different. If you're designing, you want to be in a very visual mode. And words will certainly play a part here and there in your slides, but... The idea is they're visual aids and visual aids. If <laughs> anything that you display has a ton of text on it, 
as people try to process the slide, they have to say the text out loud in their mind to read it. And if they're saying, if they've got a voice in their mind out, you know, reading what's on the slide, that is crosstalk with the presenter. And that leads to all sorts of problems. So when you're making this shell file and putting these little bits of, of placeholder text, and they can be very large text. It's just temporary placeholder text. I like to actually make that text really large and then look at my slides in slide sorter mode so I can see the blueprint of mm. what I need to design. And then once I feel like, okay, this is a good plan, then it's time to start doing your stuff, right? Start designing. Yes. And, and I, I feel that some presenters can get stuck with the design piece. So as, as we know, Scott, bullets. Bullets are very simple. They can be quick to create and it's usually our go-to. And yeah. so we can have slide after slide after slide with all these bullets. Well, if you are creating your slides in PowerPoint, PowerPoint has some really cool features under the insert tab that not a lot of presenters I'm finding are aware of. You have smart art, you have the, the 3D graphics and you have pictures and you can make some beautiful engaging slides pretty quickly using those specific tools. Yeah, yeah. It's, look, we can't talk about this and not talk about data because data is obviously a common visual aid type um, when you start going from a slide shell file where you've got your blueprint and you start building out your slides, sometimes you're taking stuff that already exists. Data, it's quite common that you've got a data display. So you're going to grab it from over here and put it on the slide and that stuff. And, um, you know, maybe we'll do an episode later on how to specifically deal with data slide design. I like um, it. But other times, you know, again, I'm a big fan of the idea of diagramming because so much of what we do in presenting is to try to get an idea out of our mind into somebody else's so that they get it, so that they can, it's concrete to them. And sometimes we're talking about very complicated thoughts. One of the things that I encourage people to do if they're trying to draw a picture of an idea, trying to create a diagram is get, go, um, go analog, go non-digital, grab a piece of blank paper out of your printer, grab a pencil and start sketching ideas and get a thought of what, what is it I want to design here? What is the picture of this idea? And once you have that, yeah, then jump back into the slide where to recreate it. Digitally. I love that. I, I like that technique because for folks that are creative. Yeah. It, I, I feel that that's a really good outlet and it's the opportunity for them to really think, think through their content and be creative. Now for the, for the folks that aren't creative <laughs> or as much, that smart art feature, what I love about it, Scott, I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of a preset collection yes. a library of i i love it so much because and and i know there's there's some pros and cons with it however you can take five bullets that you've created 
just five text bullets and right click on those and convert it into smart art and it automatically dumps those bullets into a beautiful graphic. Yeah. A diagram of some kind, right? Yes, yeah. the diagrams. Yes, yeah, change right. the colors, font. I think that's, especially if someone is tight on time with creating their their slides. Well, and keep in mind, so I, I'm going to push back a little bit on this. Sketching can be very fast because it can be messy. And so if you're trying on ideas, um, I, whether you're a, whether you're creative or not, it is an efficient activity because you can go really quick. You just sketch a yeah. bunch of different things. You know, when you're trying you to it. create something from scratch in the software, sometimes that's painstakingly slow. Um, <laughs> but the library of graphics that you can find in PowerPoint and maybe other um, software options like Google Slides. Those things sometimes are a real shortcut because you see the idea. You go, oh, it's there. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. The arrow represents this. These you know, little circles are perfect. So you can get from here to there fairly quickly. Um, I think the important thing to remember is do not lose sight of this. They're visual aids. They're okay. just visual aids do so that's not how we wrap that's how we should wrap this up yes i think finish, so finish what you were saying well that's the thing to remember is that you're making visual aids that will help the audience in two ways to either be more clear on the ideas you're trying to convey to them or to retain them better to remember them better yes. and visuals are great at both of those things yes um other than that, you've got to let go of the, the sort of the cultural attachment to slides and this idea that we have to have a slide up all the time. It competes with you. Mm -hmm. Just let, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Be brave and let it go. I'm, I'm going to add to that piece that when we are creating the slides, we need to make sure we're not creating a teleprompter. For yes. ourselves. Right. So we are literally putting in complete sentences, complete paragraphs, and then we just read the slide to the audience. An audience does not want to be read to. No. They they shut down. No. And so that is not the purpose of our slides either. Yeah. Okay. So what, are we, what are we talking about in our next episode? Oh, uh, the next episode is how do we now practice? How do we prepare to give our presentation? All right, okay. Jennifer. Good work. <laughs> you too. Was that, was that product? Was that a continuation of your productivity today? Oh, um, you better believe it. Yeah, I think so. Always the podcast is. <laughs> All right. See you later, everybody. <laughs> okay. See ya.